0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, an actual play 5e D&D adventure, where we go through the campaign, Tyranny of Dragons. My name is Thomas, and I'll be your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen, And Fleeple. One year later... We explored what the Jank Squad was doing for that entire year. And there was a lot, a lot of just good stuff, good feelings. I left that episode on such a high and uh, as as a DM, and it was just so satisfying to see everybody be able to explore their characters. The Fleeples out killing dragons. Lance is out there dismantling uh, Vandal's relationship to the Zentarum, And Mal is out there talking to dragons, figuring out her relationship. It was pretty much all about relationships this past year. And it seems to be the moments that hit home the most there. And we all joined back together after the year in the Council of Waterdeep, the final Council of Waterdeep. And that is where we're going to join our adventurers on this episode of I Cast Fireball. So, Lance, Fleeple, Mal, with brief communication with each other over the past year through sending stones or sending messages, with Lance and Fleeple occasionally bumping into each other in Waterdeep itself on each of your excursions, you all are back together. After uh, 12 months, it's actually longer than the time that you've spent together. At the beginning portion of this campaign, you almost spent a year together, but that year break was enough for each of you to get some cool items, People to look younger uh, gain some more levels and all of you have changed quite a bit but the one thing that hasn't changed is your bond for what has been forged through the battles and situations that each of you have gone through be hard to break. So the Jank Squad is back together once again and just in time as the final Council of Waterdeep is happening and each of you are requested to join this Council of Waterdeep to weigh in to discuss the pros and cons of what may be going on, and to discuss what each of you have been doing. Thankfully, each of you have some great things to report to the Council, as not only were you out helping improve yourself, but improving your relationships with the Council itself. Lance, many in the Council believe that the Zentarm would never be a part of dismantling the Cult of the Dragon, but with your assistance, and with Ralph, they actually join the Council of Waterdeep in this final final uh, final meeting here. To the unease of some, particularly the Lord's Alliance, who see the Zhentarim only as black and white where they have red in their ledger, so to speak. But, nonetheless, they tolerate their presence as the Zhentarim appears to be quite a bit of uh, strength in numbers and with the information that they have. Now, You're able to bring back, there are a good number of metallic dragons that will assist in the attack against the cult and Fleeple. You've ingratiated yourself so thoroughly, not only with the Harpers, but with the Order of the Gauntlet, that the bad blood that might have existed from the Order of the Gauntlet, whether through history, whether through their shame to have a spy amongst them, or any previous actions that the Jink Squad may have enacted, that any negative feelings have only become more positive furthering their recruitment and the order of the gauntlet has doubled in size almost over this past year due to your efforts with their head of the faction on Froom. so well done as you're reporting all this you're all on a break from the council and you finally
1: get a chance to catch up with each other lance thalen that's Helmet is looking very strange. I will admit, but I mean, it's cool. It's it's unique. I like it.
2: Yes, I I know. I, I I and Lance will kind of take, kind of just like, forgetting about it. He'll take off the scarf and wrap it around in the kind of turban-like manner around the helm. Yeah, it's it's a little it's a little um, conspicuous. So um, yeah, I kind of I kind of do this now to, to hide the glamour and glit of it.
1: Yes. And uh, Malamara, you, you've got a new outfit as well, it seems. Definitely, for sure, have a new outfit, right? So we can have a fashion show together. <laughs>
3: <laughs> she laughs and looks down at herself. And to her outfit, she has added a platinum silver sash. Um, very air nomad style. That she, She's been up in the mountains, and not the same wintry mountains. She's been in a totally different kind of climate and living among monks and that's what monks wear and so that's the piece that she's brought back down with her and on her left arm she used to have these really intricate tribal tattoo sleeves and instead it looks like a portion of the sleeve has been erased almost and in its place an intricate... Long sword tattoo has replaced it, which is not how tattoos work, and yet that's how it looks.
2: Wow! I mean, yeah, yeah. we all look pretty different. I mean, Fleetwood, you got like a—I don't know—the correct term for it. I don't have a reference. I mean, like a—it's a—it's like a, a like a, a wildebeest Yes, sort of thing. a
3: wildebeest bro-man, I've heard yes. of that. Yes.
2: Yes, <laughs> yes certainly.
1: I've a. Uh, you know, I spent some time out in the rough and tumble with my manly bros and just been getting a bit of the you know you know how it is when you're out with your bros just I mean, killing dragons.
2: It looks like it was good for you. You you look like you're you're younger than you've ever been in your life. Uh, well, I've been this young once before. Actually <laughs> oddly I, mean, enough. I just I just think you're you're like born into <laughs> what you what you were when I met you, and I gotta remember you've got a past. Yes. Uh it's,
1: you know, it's been a wild ride. Uh, yes, yes, yes. Being young is great. It, it's the best. I love being
2: young. I, I heard you've been chatting with Ralph. How's Ralph doing? Oh, that man. <laughs> Unless he's been, I mean, just as annoying and as uh, maniacal as ever, but he's the worst. We, we, <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: he's the worst.
2: The bard in the room.
3: Thank you. <laughs> the, soul, yeah. the singing sword. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. Uh, the yeah, we're at the singing sword. <laughs> <laughs> Sing, man. Uh,
2: yes, but uh, we formed an uneasy, I'm not going to call it friendship. Um, just an uneasy an collaboration. And he's on top of things now, it looks like, for the most part, of what Vandal used to have. So I might regret that in the future. But for now, it's to our benefit.
1: I might regret it in the future as well, but we'll just have to see. Ralph is
2: Ralph. He's Ralph. Mm. Um, <laughs> that's for you, Josh. Hey. Ralph. Ralph is Ralph. Ralph is Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph. Um, Maramara, you look happy? That's the first time I've said that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that was the word I was going to use. Um, you know, growing up, living as a nomad is very different to living as a monk.
1: <laughs> is it, though?
3: It, it is. I, um, I didn't think it was, and, and let me tell you, it definitely, definitely is. But I don't know that I've ever been happier than I am now. And it's so good to see you both.
2: I mean, I... am uh, trying to be more forward, more leaning into it. I, I've missed you both, too. You're... You're my family, and I've missed you.
1: Fleeple is overcome with emotion. He reaches into his bag and pulls out a bottle of champagne and just pops the cork and is like, let's let's have a little celebration. This is ah, a special moment. You
0: spraying
2: it on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> just
0: literally drenching Lance Thalen and Mal. Like,
1: yeah! <laughs> oh, man.
0: Oh, that's good stuff. I will give have some time to reconnect with one another this is one of the longer breaks it's a lunch break uh, so you're able to uh, have this fun conversation fun moment and talk fill people in on what you were doing for the past year and uh, y- you've heard what other people were doing so like Lance's actions were made known uh, just through the grapevine you are able to just from general hubbub conversation of other members of the council Felipe's the same way and Mal has been uh, discussed as well but, I mean she's been venerated a little bit for bringing any metallic dragon to the cause. So it's the three of you continue to impress the council. It appears. And, uh, the three of you just kind of slap each other on the back and, uh, laugh and talk about, um, you fun stories. Uh, most of them being like, Hey, remember back in greenest when uh, (laughs) insert fun story there. So yeah, just a lot of fun. Things and you're able to share with each other uh, your powers. Like Lance, you go, Oh, look what I can do. And you jump up and you go ghost white and you walk through a wall and you walk back. And you're like, Cool, right? Yes, it's I'm like, Oh,
1: that. yeah, I, I, can, <laughs> uh, I can grow more mistletoe every day.
2: <laughs> that, that's good too that's good too good for you good for you
1: <laughs> the, the springs. You know. the sprigs are a little bit bigger now than they used to be you know whatever helps whatever helps that's you know
0: <laughs> what don't. like one extra <laughs> centimeter uh <laughs> of diameter you're like oh okay yeah yeah um hilarious oh man i love that but mal and fleeple you're able to connect as well because mal you you went and explored bahama and your relationship on your own and so that's, it further ingratiates your, your two relationship with each other, um, Fleeple and Malmar. So, unless there's anything else you guys would like to say to each other, we can jump right back into the council and kind of, uh, take care of a few items here, as there are quite a few items to be handled. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. Okay. <clears throat> Leoson steps forward. Ah, well, um, it appears... The time is soon coming close. Our spies in the Harper organization, as he points to one side of the room, and thankfully to the Zentarum Association as well. And he points to another portion where a few lift their hands in acknowledgement. We both have infiltrated the Court of the Dragon, almost to the deepest levels, and the reports are not good. Here's all the information we know, and we feel confident that it is all the information we need to know. Severin, the madman that he is, is wanting to bring back Tiamat, the dreaded queen of the Chromatic Dragons, from the first layer of the Nine Hells back to the Material Plane to rule amongst the world. As we all are probably aware and know, if this were accomplished, it could begin a new age of dragons, which could spell disaster for the rest of us. And as you look around the room, you notice that there are a few more faces. Like, the first council was pretty thin compared to this council now. A lot more of the organizations have brought more of their people. And surprisingly, you see a giant in the back of the room. Does fit in this room, surprisingly, but it is a frost giant in the back. And there seems to be this urgency or rather the solemnness of the situation is starting to settle upon the room. We've identified how they intend to bring back Tiamat to the Material Plane. At first, their relationship with the Thay Wizards of the East was a, was confusing or was a puzzle to us. We've since learned that the Thay Wizards have been brought into this exchange to perform the magic necessary to literally open a portal to the first layer of the Nine Hells to bring Tiamat back. However, due to the nature of Tiamat, they needed to amass an incredible amount of wealth across the entirety of Faerun, which is how we first were brought on way back, almost a year ago now, when they were raiding and pillaging villages across Faerun they have appeared to have amassed an immense amount of treasure. Almost a greater hoard of treasure than any one dragon could possibly obtain. Imagine all the wealth that you've seen in the world. Multiply that by a hundred, and it probably still won't be enough. For my scouts tell me that it is beyond imagining the amount of gold, priceless artifacts, and magic weapons that they have collected into one area, which brings me to the next point we know where they plan to bring about this ritual it is called the well of the dragons I mean that's pretty obvious by the name <laughs> as you mutter under your breath a person behind you is like
1: yeah sheesh can they come up with something more creative Goodness yes gracious. the cult of the dragon has a dearth of creative minds it seems I mean it, it goes back to I pull out some of the poetry from Mondath <laughs> mm-hmm. Just,
0: it's terrible terrible <laughs> and uh, another person's like taps you on the shoulder and goes, oh, can, "Can I read
3: some of that?" <laughs> uh,
0: well,
1: it's your funeral. Here you go. You can. Pass it back. <laughs> <laughs> they pass out.
0: <laughs> <from> their, their <laughs> terrible. They their consume consume and just them. are out. Oh. <laughs> These words are cursed. Yes, the well of the dragons is far east, just south of the Onorock Waste.
2: Is the Sunset Mountains
0: where the well of the dragons our scouts have said that thousands of cultists and supporters for the cult have been amassing over the past few months and that chromatic dragons are a common sight above the well of the dragons itself the magic of the thay wizards the gold and treasure that they've amassed as well as the ancient relics of the dragon masks appear to have collected all five and combined them in such a way which can almost speak to Tiamat herself. And that's not all. The final key element which they've been waiting for have been the souls of Faerun itself. They have hundreds of innocent souls that the Thay wizards are going to use to fuel the ritual itself. I fear it's only a matter of time before They are able to perform this ritual and begin it. As such, I move to immediately move our forces in haste. Whether by teleportation or physical means, we must act now. As you look at Leosin, he's much more confident than he was a year ago in that first council. He is really he even looks different like he's standing straight up the stutter that he used to have is almost completely gone his the way he carries himself and his clothing he's he's a new man and it's apparent as he's talking and the seriousness of what he's saying does tend to move everybody in the room and it's like he's pulling their ear to him and grabbing and drawing their attention to him jank squad is there anything you'd like to contribute at this time with any information or calls to action here, I just want to open the floor. Being the quote unquote sponsored adventuring crew for the Council of Waterdeep, you are able and almost expected to take the floor from time to time in these council meetings. Is there anything you wish to share?
1: I suppose I can just, you know, talk a little bit about the strike force that we set up with the Order of the Gauntlet, the experience that we've had, like going to dragon sightings taking care of business and just sharing a little bit of extra confidence in just the experience that we have with taking care of dragons at this point.
0: Very good and as you share that experience there are some familiar dragons that's, uh, some, some familiar people that step forward Malamar actually as you see Otto steps forward and she goes yes our, uh, our evil relatives <laughs> they uh they don't go down so easy. I applaud you. As she looks directly to you, fleetball and to the Order of the Gauntlet, for your diligent efforts for any one chromatic dragon slain will assist us in the coming battle. And she continues to go forth about how the metallic dragons can help hold the chromatic dragons at bay as many metallic dragons are, depending on the size of the chromatic dragon's force to prevent an immediate uh, dis- <laughs> destroying the armies that are charging against the hilltop, uh, the Well of the Dragons itself, which brings, actually, Anthar Froome up to the ta- table, and he speaks up and goes, <clears throat> A good point. From what we know of our scouts in the area as well, there are quite a bit of elements to um, to take hold here. This is an extinct volcano that the Well of Dragons is inside of. You might even call
2: it a
0: caldera.
3: (laughs) Excuse (laughs) me! Fleeple
1: fleeple gasps in shock. I've never heard of that. (laughs) That's the most
0: shocking piece of news of the entire day. I've never
2: heard
1: of a caldera before.
0: Yes, they... They they live in some of the tunnels that have been dug about over the centuries inside of uh, the volcano itself. Um, The structure where the ritual will be performed is actually going to be inside the caldera or inside the volcano itself some of our scouts have reported uh, from air those that have survived and not been uh, destroyed by the dragons have almost steepled temple with five spires being pulled directly from the volcanic floor there uh, or rather the floor of the volcano it looks like it was slow going, but progress was being made. If I were a betting man, that temple would have to be raised into its entirety before they can perform the ritual, as every god needs a temple to reside in. And for this, I will go a little bit out of RP just so that there's no, there's little to no confusion for our players here. Again. There are a lot of elements that are going to need to be considered for this final assault. First off, you have the initial assault itself with all thousands of people around the caldera itself. Now, you, everybody has amassed quite a few items here, and based on your efforts to recruit people and your already current associations with uh, the Harpers and other factions, these factions can be assigned and will be assigned to certain portions of the strike force some things to consider is uh we have the severin himself that's the leader of the cult of the dragon the thay wizards performing the ritual the cult leaders these are who aren't dead you know this would be possibly vandal if he is still a cult leader this would be who would have been Resmir, had they been alive still? Then you have the troops, the cultist troops, the thousands of troops about the, dra- the caldera itself, the dragons. There might even be the possibility of some devils or giants being on their side, mercenaries. Then you have the temple itself, and then finally, the rest of the red wizards perform the ritual. Just seems to some things to consider there and be aware of. This is going to be a multifaceted assault. But Leo Sindos, with our sanctioned, and as they have time and time again proven their willingness and ableness, and exceeded all of our expectations above and beyond the Jenk Squad here, I propose the Jenk Squad be part of a strike force to go directly into the temple with some of the factions already previously designated while the majority of our forces are distracting the thousands of cultists outside, as well as the dragons are, and we essentially pull the heat off of them. Some of the other factions, they murmur assent, they murmur an agreement. Oh yes, yeah, that's probably the best thing to do. Flaeple, with your passive perception being 19, you notice somebody coming closer to the floor that has not spoken that you do not recognize.
1: Oh shoot! It's Balam in another disguise. It's a <laughs> <laughs>
3: you didn't dance. You <laughs> did
1: <laughs> Anything with yeah, that you'd like to do? Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, I would like to point it out to my friends, I suppose, because this seems a little sketchy. And you know, uh, rolling an, an insight, insight check there. would certainly be nice, I suppose. I will mm-hmm. do All it. All right, go and roll an insight. Somebody check. who has I'm good gonna,
3: insight. That's not
1: me. I'm gonna do it.
2: That's I'm a, gonna do it. That's it. a twenty-eight.
3: Oh, oh, just that. Okay, yeah, just so.
2: right. That's a 23 for me.
3: Okay. I couldn't even if I wanted to. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Mal, you're just really. You could
3: give me guidance, and I still could not even if I guidance, wanted to. Guidance, <laughs> advantage,
2: and inspiration.
0: Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, not even with Pass Without Trace. Um, <laughs> <laughs> all right. Lance and Fleeple, with uh, being in the 20s, you definitely notice this person is moving forward to the middle of the room with purpose. It doesn't appear that they have hostile intention, though. Like, they're not pulling anything. They're not, like, lurking. They're walking, like, straight back. And they're, like, step, step, step. Like, they're walking down the steps to the middle while Leosin is talking and discussing these things. Fleeple, with your 28, you said? Correct. It's at this time that you do see, and I know this is more perception, but you do see like a smugness on their face. And just as they like are like uh, adjusting their collar, you see the faint like markings of like a tattoo in line with the cult of the dragon. Uh, this one being green. So this person does seem to be somehow associated with the cult of the dragon walking to the center of the room. I could pull a
2: fleeple.
1: <laughs> do you want to pull a fleeple? <laughs> pull out my boat Whoa.
2: and do the Again? same thing. Oh. <laughs> You're
3: never going to invite us to another council. Yeah. We're going to get kicked off the council. That's the last
2: one anyway.
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're like, get them out of here. They're not allowed in here anymore.
1: <laughs> it's, it's okay to burn this bridge. Nobody else is driving over this bridge after this.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: what I will, do
2: you want to do? I will not do that, but I will definitely be on the ready. I mean, cast Polymorph on him? Well, I mean, okay, does (laughs) it look look like people know who this is? Like, does it, like, him walking by people, is it, like, everyone's like, who's this guy? Or is it, like, have we even seen, we've never seen him in the room before,
0: right? No, and at this point, they are almost down to the, uh, they they are on the bottom, like, walking to uh, the bottom level here, as this is a tiered, like, chamber where you look down onto the main floor. Very, like, Harry Potter trial uh, room, if you
2: will. Uh, and they are on the main floor now. I'll cast invisibility on myself and make my way closer to them.
1: I'll hold an action for polymorph, I suppose.
0: Jerry, sure, sounds good. At this point, Leosin uh, actually gets interrupted by this person. And goes, um, I apologize. I still have the floor. Uh, if you wish to speak. And Lance, as you're making your way, they do start to speak. I will speak.
2: I wish you wouldn't. You had to pick that <laughs> voice. <laughs> and,
0: I have a message from my leader. And it's at that point he uh, is, was wearing this robe and he like unties this rope and lets How it he fall. Get
3: in? <laughs> yeah, where are the guards at? What the heck?
0: And he's in full Cult the Dragon regalia with his arms outstretched. And the entire room starts to erupt. Uh, people are yelling and shouting. Some people are trying to rush down to the center of the uh, of, of the room, and uh, Leoson's like holding his hand up and uh, telling people not to come like close as he's just locked eyes with this individual. And this person is just smug and turns around to the audience, arms outstretched, fully displaying his rank, his devotion the Cult of the Dragon. Your efforts here are wasted. There is nothing you can do to prevent the return of Tiamat. My master has a message for each of you. He's asked me to give it. And in his hand, you notice that there's a small, like, disc clutched in his hand, and he slowly moves his hand down to the ground, places the disc on the ground, and then backs away from it.
1: Mm, Sprig of mistletoe detect magic? I mean, it's not identify, but... Uh, there is there is magic,
0: and the magic that's coming from it is illusory.
1: Okay, so it's not going to, like, blow this place up at least.
2: <laughs> Evocation, get out!
1: <laughs> oh, boy. Fireball. Ninth level spell <laughs> called nuke. Mm. So,
0: after a few seconds of bated breath, a blue glow starts to like emanate from this disc. And it's not quite like a lightning bolt per se. It's more of like a mist that rises from this disc into the air. And it starts to form the visage of a person that none of you have seen before. But describing this person, they are fully decked out in purple robes wearing a type of turban on their head. Sharp, angular features. Sharp, angular features on their face with their nose long and extended. A mustache that doesn't quite touch the edges of their mouth that seems to be meticulously taken care of and that's very thin. Jewels cover their fingers, cover their hands. And the chains they wear around their necks are vastly more expensive than anything that you've seen in your everyday lives. And this picture, this person has a stance of just arrogance. And it's then the image starts to speak. For those of you who do not know, I am Severin, leader of the cult of the dragon. Is that, at that moment, a little uh, pseudo-dragon flies onto his shoulder and like looks towards where he's speaking and kind of looks around confused as he's speaking to nobody in particular on his end
2: your efforts here in this council are wasted we know what
0: you are trying to accomplish and you know what we are trying to accomplish you cannot succeed and we will you only know a portion of the efforts we have undertaken to bring about this glorious new age that will begin. Tiamat will return and she will take her rightful place upon the material plane. As Bahamut thrust her down to the nine hells, her return will usher in an age where all who oppose her will be thrust down into dust. I offer this message as an invitation
1: for those
0: of you teetering on the edge, realizing the futility of your efforts, realizing the inevitability of Tiamat's return, you are welcome to join us. Leave this council, leave your previously designed plans, and come join us we have factions in every major city of the known world and you would be welcome as his face changes to one of cold warmth as a smile crosses his face and his arms opens wide welcomed into our midst (laughs) all are welcome in the court of the dragon and everybody has a place for those of you as his harsh tone comes back that still wish to oppose us we warn you to stay away all that waits for you is destruction flee while you can hide if you can but tiamat's arms will be wide
2: you will be sought
0: out and destroyed i bear this message to you and he holds up an item and it is a fully formed dragon mask the one that was just talked about by leosin not too long ago with five distinct dragon heads sprouting forth almost like horns out of the dragon mask itself each of the chromatic dragons i'm being represented And a final gold dragon protruding forward, almost out of the forehead, interlaid and cut in such a way that, though that whoever wears this, it's as if their face almost becomes that gold dragon sprouting forth. This is the final image we leave you to convince you that you have lost. Lost. And then the illusion dissipates disappears as you didn't realize it seemed to have grown a little bit darker in the room and as the image dissipates that light, that darkness seems to go away as light starts to
2: flood back into the room while he was talking could I be doing a perception check to see, like he said he's trying to persuade people is anybody looking all of a sudden that sounds kind of nice what he was saying
0: I will allow an insight check, but make it perception-based, which is wisdom, right?
1: Yeah, insight and perception are both wisdom.
0: Great. So if you're proficient in insight, you'll get to add your proficiency bonus. Okay, I am proficient yeah, so in I'll insight. add so I'll add an insight check. Let's do an insight check okay. here. insight check.
2: That is a non-natural 20.
0: Excellent. There are quite a few people in this room who seem unfazed. And I'll just tell you, as the DM, it's because of a lot of the efforts that Jank Squad has gone through, not only in the year-long break that you all had with those roles and what you chose to do, but also previously as well, how successful you were in previous missions and defeating arathator driving him out, or rather, and uh, <laughs> defeating Resmir and Rathmodar, the th- Red Thay Wizard. But there do seem to be some people hesitant. It's not like half the audience, but maybe like an eighth. You're not sure if maybe they're aides of those who came before you, but any doubt can be contagious, as you have discovered in this past year, Lance Thalen. And you do see that there are some people who maybe have a flicker of doubt or considering the offer.
1: I kind of step forward and I say, well, you heard him. If any of you have doubts... You can just leave. Leave this council right now. And I stand there and I put my hand on the hand crossbow that's holstered at my hip. And I just kind of glare at the entire crowd.
2: <laughs> it's like facing towards you because you don't know how to use
3: <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: No, not quite
0: that bad. <laughs> you look around in the audience. And Fliable, you start to scan as well. While you're scanning the audience, the guards... Some of them sheepishly, some of them with Verver, fervor jump on this guy, the cult of the dragon, as he's spouting out, just echoing what Severin said as he's being drugged out of the council chamber, saying things like, We will survive, we will be the ones to rule this world with the rightful heirs of the land, the dragons.
1: As they drag him past me, I slap him across the face.
0: Yeah, a slap right in his face, and he spits at you. Nothing but a mongrel. And uh, that's the last thing he says as he gets ripped out of the council room. Well, whispers have erupted into the room here. Nobody has gotten up and left, though. There seems to be more peer pressure to stay sitting down currently.
2: I'll, I will kind of reappear. I'll, you know, drop invisibility standing next to Fleeple. Oh, Lance isn't, doesn't like public speaking. Um... And Lance will say, I mean, you heard it from him yourself. We all have a place in Tiamat's new society. But be sure that place is only under her foot. That's all we'll have. We've done a lot to curb their influence. When an opponent knows they've won, there's no need to talk. Him showing up here shows that he... He's scared. There's a chance he fails. And believe me, when there's no hope, I'm not good with words. Malamara, and he'll just turn to Malamara. You've been the one who's found hope when almost everything was lost. Tell them about the faith you found.
1: You got this, sport?
3: <laughs> you, you, you're all right, you're all right, you got this. She feels emboldened with a D4, suddenly. Ah. I cast heroism ah. on Mal.
1: Chitty Craig. chitty Craig. I legitimately do cast heroism on Mal.
0: <laughs> all right, Mal, you feel emboldened, and you're like,
1: uh, Lance, why are you calling me out?
0: And then with heroism cast upon you, you go, okay, no, that does make a little sense, I... I do. I have felt strength. And you feel able to slowly take the floor, this hulking half-orc form. Take a deep breath. And you look up and you feel that you're able to share what your hope has meant to you and how they can draw hope from it as well.
3: No pressure. It's fine. <laughs> guys, yours are so good. I was listening to him and I was like, these guys are so good at improv.
2: You've got this sport. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone starts chanting You've got this got boy, <laughs> this boy. Got this Got this boy
1: <laughs> Everybody in the Lord's Alliance Yeah.
2: <laughs>
3: um, Mal steps forward And Simply Lance always says he's not a man of many words But he is so good at using them And she has spent so much of her life Trying to avoid Being in anybody's eyesight Which is ironic because she's in everyone's eyesight always and she just says over the past year I found strength and hope by putting my trust and faith in the platinum dragon I believe in the power of the metallic dragons and I believe in the power of our alliance we are stronger together And she looks at her partners, because they all come from very solo backgrounds. We are all outcasts and we are all misfits. But we have created something incredibly strong together. And so she looks back out to the crowd. I implore you to put your faith in us and work together against this threat, because we can only be stronger together. And she kind of looks over at Lance and people and... She doesn't say this, but with a look of, is was that okay? And she steps awkwardly back with as them. Fleeple, as
1: Fleeple has Wild shaped into an ape. And he says, Apes together strong.
3: Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Apes together strong.
0: Now go and roll a persuasion check with that d4.
3: Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> hey, your charisma was hey, bumped you up. You level up your charisma.
3: <laughs> I did level up my charisma. We didn't. Guess what? My Don't persuasion is that. not boosted. Okay.
1: Yeah. <laughs> that
3: is a twenty-two. Hey. Ooh, Ooh yeah. Whoa. I got about twenty. Muhammad has spoken. The rose up. up.
0: As Mal sort of slinks back to her seat, Antarfrou stands slowly, gripping the railing in front of him. I mean this all the respect i have as a paladin and a member of the order of the gauntlet if we need an example as at this point he's scanning the audience every single faction if we need an example of how each of our disparate organizations can work together in this one goal and slowly he gestures his hand down to the Jenk squad we need not Look further than the Jank Squad. An elf, half-orc, and a winged kobold. Frankly, one of the strangest composition of an adventuring group I have ever encountered in my entire life. And yet... Raising his finger to the sky, Look what they have accomplished. They have brought us all together. The Harpers are the ones that sent the message, but we stayed together. And we recruited. And we organized because of this group. As he points down to each of you again. I know that some of you have your hope wavering, faltering, and we owe it to the Jake Squad to see this through to the end. The statistics of the Caldera are not ideal there are many there that wish to seek us destroyed but because of this one crew we are many and there is a slight pause and then leosin just starts clapping and then anthar froom starts clapping and then the giant in the back of the room starts clapping and slowly but surely every person in the room starts to contribute and they're clapping and they all stand up in an uproar and give each of you a round of applause and a standing ovation, Jank Squad, as not only have you taken action before, but every single moment that it was needed all stood up and you said yes and there's nobody looking nervous anymore there's nobody leaving out of fear out of spite there is only hope before you and that's how the last council of waterdeep ends hopeful and with a plan in action this plan of action is to get to the well of the dragons as quickly. As physically possible. <laughs> now, the Jank Squad, this is going to take some time, but these reports say that the temple will take some time as well, as they physically have to pull this building up from <laughs> the Nine Hells itself. Oh boy. So, you know that although time is short, that the few months it's going to take to get to the Well of the Dragons, you won't miss it by a month. You might just be able to stop it. So, Leosin asks you to accompany him. Lontarfrum asks you to accompany him as they all march across Faerun to the Well of the Dragons. Are there any words that uh, you'd like to share with each other before making this trek and fully catching up with each other uh, over a
1: few weeks' time, a few months' time, depending on speed? Well, I'm uh, going to turn to my friends and say, uh, I have a spell I need to cast, and I hold up the little disc that the messenger had placed down in the center of the room. And, uh, yeah, I've got I've got some shenanigans I'm gonna do. If you guys wanna join me, you can, but if you have other stuff you wanna say, then you can get to that
2: first. <laughs> okay, sounds good. I, well, I was just gonna say, I mean, I'm not sure, talking to Fleeple and Malamara, I'm not sure exactly how this is all gonna go down, but I mean I thought it was an absolutely terrible idea before, but I mean it worked. I mean we could end this how we started it. A little subdifuge in a caldera, pretending we're part of it. I'm sure that the Zentarum could sneak us in. Members of the Zentarum are still part of the cult, but the one that's not could obviously manage to disguise us. And Lance will take out, will take off his helm of brilliance and, and his turban and he'll put on his hat of disguise and transform into the image we just saw. We now know what he looks like.
1: Well, we might be able to know even more. Have either of you ever scried before?
2: I've cried I've many times. I've cried a lot uh, over the past year. There was a lot of personal journey. I mean, no. I don't want to get too heavy into it, but yeah, I've cried. Well, I, I, I'm honestly a little surprised. I've never seen you cry before. Uh, but good, good for you. I mean, I think I think it's healing. I, I, I'm, you know, I'm mature enough. I'm, I'm secure in myself enough that a good cry is needed.
1: Yes, I, I agree. I agree. But uh, yeah, I want to take this disc here. So the way that scrying works is the person you're trying to scry on makes a wisdom saving throw, but it is modified by two different factors. First, how well do you know the target? And second, do you have any sort of physical connection to that target? So I have a possession or garment uh, that used to belong to Severin. That gives him a minus four to his saving throw. Yes. And the baseline for how well you know, like it says firsthand is you've met them face to face. So would you say that this image that we saw is sufficient to have firsthand knowledge of this individual? That's a good
0: question. Uh, While I'm pulling up their stats, let me go ahead and
2: uh, think that through real quick. Malamara, that was really good. You did a really good job.
3: (laughs) Thank you. Um, That that heroism. I've never had that cast on me. Um, I've seen it. Lots of times, and I've I've heard the Jenny Craig around, but um, yeah. I've never I've never had that cast on me. Um, that was very empowering. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's cool stuff, isn't it?
0: Yeah, I would say that you have quote unquote met the target. They were, I mean, that's I'm looking at the Scrying spell right now. Secondhand, it just says you have heard of the target. Well, you've done a little bit more than hearing of the target. You have met the target, I would say. So yeah.
1: All right, so I'm gonna sit down with my friends. I'm gonna cast scrying. Uh, that is going to be a DC 18, but Severin gets minus four to the roll. All right,
0: and what type is it? Wisdom. Wisdom. Yep. Crap, where's my D20?
2: You're missing a D20. <laughs> You've only got all uh, D20s. <laughs> I mean, he's
1: only rolled uh, percentiles this entire night so far. That's I true. Think. That's pretty true.
3: much, pretty much.
0: All right, here we go. Wisdom, saving throw. Let me
2: just look at something up here. I'm looking up at stats. You don't got this, sport. You don't got it. No, we
1: don't. There's no way. No possible way that the leader of an entire cult can have good wisdom.
2: No, nope. Intelligence. Not smart to lead a cult, though. It's not street smart.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay, so he doesn't get anything special against this. So, like,
0: no, like, plus 20 or whatever. Okay, here
3: we go.
1: Good. Mm-hmm. I like hearing that.
3: Yes.
0: Well, <laughs> the seven on the dice, and a plus five to his wisdom saving throw is a 12. Minus four is an eight.
2: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. baby.
0: Severin fails his
3: scrying. Sure did.
0: Okay. On a fail, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target. You can see and hear through the sensor as if you were there. Sensor moves with the target, remaining within 10 feet of it for the duration. Creature that can see invisible auctions can see the orb. And how long does the scry last?
1: An hour, right? Uh, Concentration up to 10 minutes.
0: 10 minutes. You, Fleeple, are thrust into a dimly lit area. And you see Severin walking through these Corridors. They're lava tubes, really, that have been chiseled out to make them wider and passable for humanoids. And some larger-than-humanoid sections are there as well. Severin is passing by cultists who are on watch. And as he seems to make a specific hand gesture as he passes, these cultists, the hand gesture is like a fist followed, like that's twisted up, revealing the four... Fingers that are not uh, not the thumb, but the forefinger, straight up, backhanded. That's a very specific motion. Every single time he goes,
1: as he does that, I just say to my friends, "Remember this motion," and I uh, perform that for them.
0: And as he keeps walking forward, he comes to a very open area, and this area is very light because it's daytime where they are at, and the sun is shining directly down upon this horrific sight. Horrific because you see these five spires that were just talked about literally breaking through the ground and you feel this slight rumble just shaking underneath Severin's feet as these spires are slowly but firmly just continually being pushed up. You see Thay wizards surrounding this large, large temple i mean they are spread out very far to make sure that they fully encompass the entirety of this temple i'm talking probably at least 500 feet by like 600 feet from uh, vertical down to side to side and it's very jagged and all you can see are the tops of the spires currently but they are spread out that far severn walks up to one of the wizards and how long, again, did you say this was going to take? Red Wizard stops chanting and actually breaks off and comes speaks to, to Severin, the temple still rising without them chanting because they have the rest of the ring performing the ritual. Well, as I said before, it will take a couple months' time. This is not a easy structure to bring back into the material plane. We can't simply open a portal we must physically drill it through the multiverse to be here and three months is the soonest that it can be here you say we are working as fast as we can master severin if you are unsatisfied with our speed i did not say i was unsatisfied with your speed merely wondering how we can assist you the thay wizard smiles an empty smile at severin you have already provided us everything that we need in fact any more souls or prisoners that we might have uh, might attract unwanted attention to us so just sit tight and let us do what you asked us to accomplish very well but if you need any assistance Please, simply ask, as he gives a small, not bow, but like, and it's not deference, it's a more of like a mocking bow, but just ever so slightly, and the Thay wizard in turn bows slightly, their eyes locked on each other. As the wizard turns away and goes back to their incantation, Severin leaves somewhat briskly, but what else is he to do but Wait. The rest of the ten minutes is meaningless information. Going to his room, laying down, drinking some wine, while eating some food, and then finally,
1: the ten minutes are up. That was some good RP there.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: Good job RPing with yourself.
1: Yeah, that's uh, always Thank one you. of the Thank most you. difficult parts of being a DM is when you have to just RP with yourself for extended periods y- of time. You
2: know what? You know what, Thomas? Take an inspiration. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Mm.
2: But yeah, I will
1: relay the information about that exchange to my friends. Uh, Even like while they're speaking, I'll just be like repeating what they're saying as accurately as I can. And uh, after the scrying finishes, be like, well, it seems that there is potentially a wedge already in place. And if we can just drive that wedge a little bit further... Might be able to work to our advantage.
2: Oh, this is going to be big. <laughs> There's a lot to this. I mean, we got it. We got this. We got this. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, Lance will take off his his hat of disguise. Going to go back to his original form. What do you think, Malamara? you think we do it like we began? Sneaking in, causing dissent, having them start fighting each other?
3: I think it would be a great idea if we have some form of communication with our army that's coming and then we go ahead of everybody as a strike force and scout it out for everybody.
1: Thomas, did I by any chance see any large trees while I was scrying?
3: (gasps) No. Do you?
0: Maybe. This is... So this is the unfortunate thing about the Will of the Dragons. As Severin... Goes outside, and looks at the land, and I, I kid you not, it is completely scoured of like wildlife. With the dragons, they have like harvested this land of resources here. Yeah, that makes sense. Straight from the book, and <laughs> specifically
3: it's... to stop the
1: druids. <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah, it might be to stop druids <laughs> it
3: actually.
1: <might> be. <laughs> This author is like, teleport via plants. That's that's too good. We can't let them use that.
2: Yep. Well, I'm going to say, in that case, we contact the Ents. We tell them that they've ruined the forest <laughs> of the land, and we have the Ents go to war. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> Saruman. <laughs> Severin. <laughs> well... As the Jank Squad is coming up with ways how they can help sow this descent, use this information to their benefit, with Anthar Froom and Leosin at least joining him for the first leg of this adventure or this journey towards the Well of the Dragons. That's where we're gonna end this week's episode of I Cast Fireball.
3: Ooh, baby. Sounds good. I'm so glad
1: I took scrying. Like, before we recorded tonight, I was sitting there thinking, should I prepare scrying? I mean, it might not actually be useful. Surprise. Yeah, you should.
0: Surprise. Yeah. There we go. Oh, some good stuff. Uh, Finally, moving on to the final battle here with the cult. It feels like It's kind of feeling like the end game here. Kind of feeling like things are all coming to a head now. This is where a lot of the things that we've been working forward on for the past, what, two years? Two and a half years now uh, at ICF here. Oh, it's going to be fun seeing it all come together. As always, my players, thank you so much, Jacob, Ned, Mickey, for joining again on this fantastic journey we're taking. But listeners you deserve a special shout out for joining us whether you are joining in on if you're jumping in on this episode welcome uh and there's quite a bit of stuff that maybe when you should just go back and listen to some of the other episodes to catch up on a lot of the things that were talked about but if you joined us since uh the first episode thanks for coming along for this ride Uh, if you like what we're doing leave us a review on a podcatcher of your choice it lets us know that you like what we're doing and gets in other people's feeds you can shoot us an email at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com where a lot of people are reaching in with what their games are doing, what they're doing in their games, as well as ideas for like homebrew items. Uh, those are really fun to read through, which we shouted out Michael Seer doing that a few weeks ago. But you can also reach us on our social media pages, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, And uh, we're not on LinkedIn. I don't think we'll ever get on LinkedIn, but we do have a Patreon, patreon.com forward slash iCastFireball20, where we have some amazing tiers. They're pretty low tiers right now as we're figuring out what else we can offer as a cast here to anybody who joins on. But my favorite is the patron-only Discord, where we have... Just a blast talking to people about their D&D games, throwing fun D&D memes in there, and just discussing fun rules and mechanics that, uh, I mean, a couple weeks ago, we talked about the Saltmarsh campaign, which I've always wanted to do. Ned's gone through the Saltmarsh campaign. Ton of fun. Go check out those tiers and jump into that Discord and join us so you can jump into the conversation as well. As always, I'm going to shout out Improv Tabletop, our sister podcast, but I'm also going to shout out their Patreon. They also have a Discord exclusive tier. They have a couple tiers where they have fun sticker packs from their previous campaigns. Oh, some of those stickers are so good. They are high quality, I would say, and they do international shipping. So if you are international or just not international, you should go check out their Patreon and don't forget to leave them a five-star review. Lastly, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share f- and with your friends and fellow Wacky Adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, and around the table we have Malamara. Lance Thalen
3: and Fleeple.
0: Keep that fire going and we'll see you all next time.